Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast, the only show where girls and Tasha be your favorite reality TV shows. That one on one hundred, one on two, two hundred, two hundred, two hundred, three hundred, three hundred. Get Real Podcast. I was like, where is he going with this? A tying into the bucket list episode this week, which is Storage Wars. But besides that, we got the normal lineup of shows to talk about. And how are we doing today on this this bright and early Sunday morn? It's literally 12.30 for us, so it is like 1.30 for you. Didn't answer my question. How are we doing this? <laughs> I'm doing great. I I'm, did answer. I'm fantastic. I'm having such a good day already. I Sorry. watched Storage Wars this morning, and it just brightened my mood. And I, I had a, and spoiler alert for our drinking segment, I made a coffee with two shots of espresso, and I've already finished half, and oh my god, I can just, like, I don't drink coffee that often, so it's just like, ding! We can tell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I took my Adderall. That should kick in and like bring me back down a little bit, hopefully. It's whenever that cold brew hits for me. That's when I hit my ding, that nitro cold brew. Ooh, nitro cold brew? Dude. Yeah. That, that nitro cold brew <laughs> has so much caffeine in it that when I worked at Caribou, we were legally not allowed to sell more than a small because of the amount of caffeine in it. Yeah, no, it's insane. It's also like a natural laxative. Um, yeah, coffee will make coffee you shit. But that caffeine, nitro, it's just caffeine in general. When that nitro cold brew hits, whew. Yeah, because it has more caffeine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, I guess then... What are you guys drinking? Yeah. I already shared mine. Oh, it's it's a iced vanilla latte with Very two nice. shots of espresso. Ice? Lactose-free milk. I'm a, I'm sticking with the theme of caffeine, and I have my quarter cup of Keurig coffee. Which uh, run black of coffee? Keurig. Oh, yeah, which time through? Uh, it went through two times through, so it's still pretty coffee. Okay. The coffee, yeah. The third one starts getting pretty iffy. Yeah, that's just like water with like a gross coffee aftertaste. You know that they make. Cups for the Keurig that are made for iced coffee. Does it come out like cold? No, they're meant to be brewed over ice. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have that. Um, I'm also drinking coffee. Wow. Oh, might be the hat trick. The second podcast of all time where we're all drinking the same thing. I swear I made us come up with a word for it or I suggested us come up with a word for it and it didn't happen. Uh, I'm still suggesting hat trick like in football and soccer. When we all do the same. Or is it also in hockey? Yeah, hat tricks in hockey. Well, it's, it's in soccer, if I promise. <laughs> if one person scores three goals in soccer, also apparently in hockey, it's called a hat trick. Gotcha. Um, so I thought it's funny if we all have the same drink by coincidence, it's a hat trick. There you go. I'm drinking my classic. Oat milk and brown sugar. That's close. Sometimes I do get brown sugar, but I got... It's I, iced Americano with oat milk. And vanilla, yeah. And vanilla. Sometimes I do get brown sugar, though. Wow, you guys are such good listeners. I wrote down your coffee order because I have uh, forgotten things like that in the past, and I did not want to forget it for the future, so I wrote it down. Um, yeah. Well, 
let's jump into this. It's the we, effort that counts, not the actual right? memorization. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna lead you in to your bits. Okay, okay. You know bits, bits. I'm not doing. I have it. so I'm many bits. Um, not Garrett's. Bits. I know it's Elsa's bits. My bits, I'm gonna save for the shows that they are aligned with because they're like current stuff. Oh, okay. I have bits that are reality TV adjacent, but I really need to talk about them. Nick and Priyanka had a baby. Nick Jonas. They yeah. all have daughters. They all have daughters now. So they all- should be the Jonas cousins. Oh. Start a girl group. Yeah. It is funny that they all had only have daughters, though. Yeah, I mean, what's the chance of that? Like 50 50. Um, yeah, they had a baby no. feature again. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> the chance that they all have girls? Well, it's it's per it's per brother. There you go. There you per go. Jonas brother. 50/50. One over two times one over two times one over two is yeah. what? One and eight. That's still That's not crazy. terrible odds. No, it's not. No. And it's not technically 50% because I think it's statistically a little bit more likely you have a, a girl maybe, but it depends on maybe the population, but we'll just go with 50-50. Well, plus well, it's- That was biologist speaking, sorry. Plus it's probably another one over two because Kevin has two daughters. True. Isn't it like whatever your first child is, you're more likely to have the same for no. the second? No. Really? That's not true. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, it, it literally be- just depends on which sperm fertilizes the egg and whether it has a Y or an X chromosome in it. And if you want to learn more about sperm fertilization, we did talk about that in an earlier podcast. I think we probably did. It was very interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I learned a lot. And, uh, <laughs> so um, go back and check that out. Um. Yeah, Nick and Priyanka had a baby via surrogate. She was born 12 weeks premature, which is a lot. Are you considering them a reality show adjacent because they had no, a, like, I... one season of a reality show? <laughs> yes, they did have one season of a reality <laughs> okay. show, so there you go. Okay. Um, also reality adjacent because one of these people was on a show that is um often filmed live that is the connection but but this is okay this is more one that i really just need to um put this out into the universe so that we can go back later and listen to this um anna kendrick and bill Hader are dating yeah oh yeah i saw and that. have been for like a year i i kind of love it i hey i'm all for it man I don't hate it. It is a little weird to me because um, they actually like really started to get to know each other when they played siblings on the Disney Plus original movie, Noel, which is my favorite Christmas movie, by the way. I fucking love the movie, Noel. They do. They told me this before and I've been very baffled by it. It's I love the movie, movie Noel. <laughs> I haven't even heard of said movie. It's a Noelle. Disney Plus original movie about noelle who's like the daughter of santa claus i believe right yeah she's the daughter of santa claus and she goes to arizona and she yeah and she goes to to phoenix arizona to save christmas 
Let's move on to the next bit. It is a very good movie. It is a very cute movie. Um, Taj would rather see Scream Five again. <laughs> Dude, man, let me let me let me talk about. No, Scream we're not doing Scream Slander on me. the podcast. Okay, I won't allow it. Go watch Scream One, and then you can have an opinion about Scream Five. Okay, Scream One is a masterpiece. It is a masterclass in horror. Uh, satire, uh, okay. homosexual undertones, erotica. It's everything I need in a movie. We won't talk about movies no more. There's a scene where, like, th- like one guy is, like, threatening a girl, and then the other killer, like, comes up behind him, and they, like, rest his head on his shoulder. And I watched this, like, three months ago in October, and I was literally, like, I had flutters in my heart. I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I'll send you the picture later, and you'll be like, Garrett... This is why queer people uh, are not understood by anyone because we don't get ourselves, I think. Anyway, let's move on. This is well, the ramblings of a caffeinated man. Um, Jojo Siwa celebrated um, like the anniversary of her coming out um, yesterday of the day that we filmed this. Which it's is- been a year already. It's been a year already. She celebrated by posting a picture of her playing softball as a kid, which I thought was really cute. Um, I yeah, love JoJo Siwa. Sweet. I'm a big fan of JoJo Siwa. Um, although no hate, she is not a good singer. She's going on a national tour. I don't know what the deal with that is. She's not. I'm just looking at the picture of the two killers. It's being... Matthew Lillard. I it is. Know. Yeah. Spoiler is alert. Scooter Braun. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The killer in Scream One is Matthew Lillard, and he's so good in that movie. He's amazing. But Matthew there's like Lillard. Well, oh. so like the like the like theory. You want my theory on this? Okay. Straight people will like vehemently deny this, but I am positive this is the purpose of the movie. I'm pretty sure that the scriptwriter was gay or something like that. I don't remember. I did a lot of research on this a couple months ago. But my theory is that Matthew Lillard's character is in love with the other killer who has mommy issues. And then that's the whole thing. And they like have this weird like secret romance that's like really dark and like repressed and ugly. It's a really good movie. You should watch it. Anyways, what else you got also? Matthew Lillard has did aged you see- like fine wine. Yeah. Did you see the video I sent you? Did I send it to you? Mm-hmm. Of him getting the D&D like package he was in an episode of Critical Role. Oh, I didn't that's know that. pretty cool. Just at the just at the very beginning, because they do a lot of um, bits that are kind of oh my god. Did you be in the show? What was that movie that he was in about? Was it just Scooby-Doo. called Packers? Up a up a up a river with no paddle. About Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. No, I think it's it might just be called Hackers. I don't know that movie. It's about computer hackers and matthew lillard was in it and and critical role does a lot of ads based on that movie and matthew lillard was in one of the ads but he's also a huge dungeons and dragons guy i would like him to be in celebrity big brother oh he'd be so fun i would die (laughs) one of my favorite meme eras was like god shaggy remember those that was so good that was so funny should we bring up the celebrity big brother? I mean, like, we yeah, got, like, we can talk about it. I mean, we don't need to go through the cast because it's chance, like, it's fake. I real. promise you, it's fake. Nene Leaks already said she's not on. Okay, well, 
They should be dropping that's, the cast anytime that's just now. Just with somebody who is tr- pre- pretending. Yeah, this happens literally every season for regular Big Brother. Of course, it's going to happen for Celebrity Big Brother. The number of times I have seen a like quote unquote cast that's like literally just 16 stock photos of random people they found on the internet and they're like, here's your BB23 cast. And like, it's never any of them. It's every, literally every single year. They can easily come up with a list of like 12 celebrities that were like plausible. We will probably find out a week from today. I saw one rumor that is not unfounded because I know this person would like to be on this show because I saw her talking about it on the internet. If Teddy from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is on this season of Celebrity Big Brother, I legitimately might just say we should not watch it. That woman is the most boring piece of crap I have ever seen on television. She is the only person I've ever seen a whole fandom unite around as being so boring and abysmal to watch on TV that she needs to be kicked off of her show. She had a fight on the show where a new cast member came on and she goes, I'm just, they were doing like, um, like tell the truth or something like that. And they're like, Sutton, what is yours? And she'd be like, she was like, well, to be honest, I just thought Teddy was going to be a little bit boring. And then Teddy started crying about that. Like, I just can't handle Teddy. And if she's on, okay, I will say, I will watch it if there is a Tiffany Pollard to the Teddy, you know what I mean? To like, just absolutely berate her for being a like whimpering piece of crap. Then I would watch. Okay. But I, I hate Teddy. If she's on, I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. Well, when you first said Teddy, I thought you were going to say Teddy from Good Luck Charlie, as in Bridget Mendler. She would be great. She would be great. She would. Bridget Mendler is too busy getting degrees on degrees on degrees from Harvard. She has better things to do. No, she doesn't. She does. She is awesome. I love her. You Bridget. cannot tell me that anyone has anything better to do than go on Celebrity Big Brother right now. Yeah, I think you so. You can't convince me. You can't convince me. All right, what other bits we got? Um, Australian Survivor with Sandra is officially going to be airing on Paramount Plus in the U.S. First time it'll be like relatively easy to watch the foreign versions of the show. Nice. I'm really excited about. That starts next week. Yeah. On January 31st. Week from Monday. We will be talking about it not as a weekly thing, but just like as our bucket list for the premiere. Yep. We might do the first week. It depends on what you guys want to do. Wait, what do you mean? Because they air multiple episodes a week for Australian Survivor. Hey, yo, really? Yeah, they do it differently. So it's like, sometimes the episodes are longer. Like, sometimes it's like a 45-minute episode and then like an hour, like a full hour. Um, And then sometimes they'll do like two or three episodes a week. Sometimes they just do one. Depends. It's really weird. Um. It is really weird. There's also like 24 people on the cast. That's probably why. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Damn. It's a longer season. It goes to like 50 days, I think. I I will never forgive The Bachelor for not or Bachelor in Paradise. Like, no, wait, not even that. Like Big Brother for having like multiple weekly episodes. You don't like that? I do not like that. That is way too much to do. And also I, like, the one I love it in the summer. Nice. I love it in the summer. I could not do it year round yeah exactly Why? like it's like an event for me i mean i could do it year round i watch that many shows a week but 
I like how it's like an event. Like it's like, okay, it's summertime, you watch your big brother every week and then you don't watch it for nine more months out of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I like my, it's like a holiday. You know what I mean? Like, like same with Love Island. Like I love Love Island. I love that it's on every single night when it's on. But by like week four of Love Island, I'm done with it. I need to put it away for a whole year until I come back to Love Island next summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is like, it's hot in the beginning and it just fizzles out. Yeah. If you didn't like regular Big Brother, you might you might hate the Celebrity Big Brother airing schedule. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right. Anything else we got to cap it off with the bits? Okay, this isn't really a bit. It's just a funny thing that I saw on the Survivor Reddit. And I wanted you guys to give me your honest opinions about this, okay? Would Xander have won at the final Tribal Council if the back of his head was opened up and it was revealed he was being controlled by a mouse the whole season? Like, what? <laughs> Someone posted that on the Survivor subreddit. It's the off season, baby. <laughs> okay. Todd is trying so hard not to laugh at the stupid joke, but he wants to. I can tell. <laughs> He's failing. He's really laughing. And then with yeah. that, we'll go on. We'll the move on. Race. Okay. All right. We start off the amazing race. I'm going to be honest. This beginning came a lot faster than I expected. Phil's like, all right, everyone, we're back. We're doing COVID protocol. Go out there and race. I got to be honest, I really like this episode. I like this episode way more than the first two. Yeah. Mostly because of the tasks. Like, I like that they went to, like, cool things. They had yeah. good tasks. Like, the that mountain mountain. climbing was yeah. beautiful. That it was, was so insane. cool. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to watch on The Amazing Race. I want to watch, like, beautiful locations, people doing, like, crazy stunts and stuff like that. I hate when they're generic. Like, it's so boring when it's like, hammer these things off of a barrel. Like, who fucking cares? Seriously. Yeah. It's only fun if it's generic and hard. Like, I love, like, did we watch the stacking watermelons task? I feel like we did. I feel like they did it last season as, like, a switchback. Oh, I, I, I at least have seen it. You I'm have to make, sure like, a pyramid that. of watermelons and it keeps falling. Yeah, yeah, I love that task. Like, it's deceivingly simple or deceivingly hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not that, in, like, interesting, I guess, because it's just stacking watermelons. But, like, that doesn't happen in America. We don't see big pyramids of watermelons. And I love watching those watermelons fall every single fucking time. Uh, it will never get old to me. <laughs> the flag thing was just, like, typical Amazing Race. Yeah. Like, do some sort of performative thing and, and memorize I would switch the, the flag sequin. one out. That's fun, though. I didn't mind the flag one. I just wish they were more harsh on the judging. I felt like they were really easy on it. Yeah. Like I don't, know. I don't know if you guys have ever done color guard. That shit is so hard. No, it looked really hard. I wouldn't have been yeah. able. To, I wouldn't have picked that one. I would have done the belt one. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Oh, okay. Here's the bit. Here's the bit that I bet Taj doesn't know that I told Elsa, and Elsa was mad, just as mad as me. Yeah, this was. So this fun. is so stupid. Okay, so spoiler alert, for the first time in Amazing Race history, someone has gone home first twice, I guess if you want to qualify that. Michael and Mo end up going home again this episode. Yes. But it was revealed in their post-season press in the podcast I listened to that there was an unaired speed bump that Michael and Mo and Arun and Natalia had to complete that the other teams did not because they were previously eliminated. So the only oh. reason they lost was because they had to do an extra task. And apparently it was like not close to the rest of the stuff. And it, it sounds really funny. I wish they would release like the video of it because 
I couldn't quite understand what the task was the way that Michael and Mo were describing it. But the gist I got was one of them was in a giant cabbage. The other one had to tell the cabbage where to run to knock things over. <laughs> How did we not see that? <laughs> uh, there's a line that Michael had of something like, that cabbage owned me <laughs> so funny <laughs> like he said he remembered at one point he just was laying there in the cabin just like uh like it sounds like it was a hard task and like clearly the reason why they were the last two teams that that's kind of stupid because it's like you brought them back amazing race so i agree it should have just been like you guys have to stay like everyone else gets like a 30 40 minute head start and then you guys just have to sit behind for 30, 40 minutes. And then you can go like in the beginning of like the, challenge. that was exactly what Elsa and I said that there yeah. should have been a yield instead where it was like, yes, you yes. get like, you complete the roadblock. And then I said this to you Elsa. I don't remember if you talked about it, but I said this to you. Like, I feel like after the roadblock, there should have been a 20 minute yield where it was like, you have to wait here for 20 minutes, but it's not like a task that could take like really long time. Well, I think that even if, they had just aired that that part of it i understand sometimes you have to cut things for time but like because they didn't air that task it just feels really sneaky i agree yeah completely i feel bad for them yeah i do too like i like that i like i, I like seeing them back i guess i like also the names of the other team that were eliminated Arun and Natalia. Yeah. How old is the daughter? Because she's married. I think she's like she's 31 or something like that. Oh, I was thinking I can look it up. I thought she was like way younger. Oh, I thought she was like late 20s, early 30s, somewhere in there. Really? I thought she was like 20 years old. Oh no, I didn't think that. Um she's 28. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of miss, like, some of the teams we lost, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, We got back a lot of good ones, but I think, like, like, I loved the soldiers. Like, obviously, like, yeah, they were cool. They had a good story. Great story. I'm Um, glad to see the bromance got broken up, though. I cannot stand the broiness on the Amazing Race. Like, it happens on every single reality show, and I never like it on any of them. But I particularly can't stand when two teams of bros are like, eh, bro, like beating their fucking gorilla chests to each other. Like, after watching hours of Drag Race and Real Housewives, it, I liked seeing all the broiness. <laughs> it, was, it was something where it brought me comfort, and I was like, oh, yeah. You like, like being able to relate? Yeah. yeah. I said I forgot straight people like straight shit. <laughs> Anyways, um, there was one line that was so funny to me. Like, is it Ryan that was in jail? I think so. Dusty. It's Ryan and Dusty. I just don't remember yeah. which one it is. But the, the one Dusty. who was in jail, uh, Phil was like going around and be like, how was the uh, lockdown? And he was like, yeah, just like an old, just back to the cell. <laughs> it's like, what the I hell? know, right? <laughs> I was like, damn. He, yeah, and Phil was like, I'm glad you can find humor in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I okay. They're they're my pick. I want them to win it all. They're my favorites. The those two guys, Dusty and Ryan. I want the flight attendants like, to win. I also am on board with the flight attendants. I really like the flight attendants. They're I feel like two. it's gonna be the the parents though. 
like my in my like gut yeah. it feels yeah. like it's gonna be them but i want yeah. it to be the flight attendants yeah. I, I i think you're totally right i could i could see the parents winning it especially they have like um they have like last leg energy like i can't explain it like the amazing race always has like a shit last leg like every single season has like a horrible last leg where like a team like almost always the front runner does not win at the end of the season like something yeah. happens where like the second best team wins you know what i mean and i feel like ryan and dusty will like keep winning but the holdernesses will be right below them and then the last leg will just win and it'll be like yay we love parents we love when parents win yay and then they're gonna dance and stuff yeah exactly and like all right but um, um yeah yeah besides that anything else about the show um i did not like how akbar was treating his wife this week sherry yeah that was kind, of, kind of mean i felt like this is a theme that i've seen on mostly just the amazing race but all over reality tv why do people who are afraid of heights keep doing that like shit where they're yeah heights and in the episode preview for next week she is doing that shit again what is she doing so i think that next week akbar can't do it because of a weight limit oh. Oh. so she has to do it which is worse yeah do you remember last season when the teams had to like rappel down like the yeah. uh, the side yeah. of the building and one, one of the people were like so scared like oh like walking face forward i forgot about that one yeah. the whole time and you have to like know the like the, lights, the letters and then yeah. they just kind of like told everyone at the end yeah that was stupid yeah i also remember they had to like jump off a bridge in the finale oh yeah i don't remember that i'm surprised in louisiana i think yeah, they're in Louisiana for the, and that was just a boring finale because the, the, the it was husbands just like, just like were ahead the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. They weren't husbands because they got engaged yeah. on the freaking finish line, which was very yeah. cute. And kept it secret for two years from everyone. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Um, you were going to say something, Tosh. You were like, I'm surprised. And you started laughing and then you stopped talking. Surprised that we remembered that much about that season. Oh. The amazing race. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Elsa, you got any last final comments about this week? No. I like the vibe of these episodes. I hope that the Amazing Race sticks with this, like, smaller scale for, like, the future, even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. less like these... Lo- I feel like the pandemic forced them to turn into a direction that actually is better for the show. Like, I liked seeing them kind of running around a small town instead of, like... You know what I mean? Like, it felt more like a race to me. Instead of like recently, I, I said last week it was like the amazing obstacle course. Yeah. Like this week, it felt like an actual race. Like there was running, there was like, r- like driving quickly, trying to get directions to things. Like I like that part of the show. Like I want to, you know, I want it to feel like they are racing and not just like kind of like, because I feel like sometimes it feels like um, if you get to the thing, it's pretty just like you're going to complete it no matter what. And there's no like point, like it's just kind of like a 30 minute time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I like when it's more like, oh, we gotta do it. There's mess ups. There's ah. Yeah, I guess we'll keep seeing how they do it. I think good first episode back in the post COVID, but we'll keep it up. Yeet. And with that, drop a gear, skirt around another race, the drag, drag race. Stock our engines. Um, what'd you think? We got all the queens together this week. 
emphasis on all because apparently there was no fucking twist other than they're just not eliminated i really thought there was gonna be something that happened so stupid (laughs) why were they even eliminated in the first place I would have rather them done the thing back in season 12 where like they did a lip sync for the win at the end of the episode. Like no one was eliminated. They did a lip sync for who got the win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just like the end of the episode. I wish they did that instead. This stupid like fake elimination like was pointless to me. Um, We should probably divvy up the... Oh yeah, who gets... Who gets... uh... Do I get first pick since I lost somebody from my team this week? Yeah, you get you get whoever you wanted to, I think. Okay, well I want Daya. The spoiler alert, June went home. Yeah, I want Daya. So So then whoever loses Elsa's gonna take Daya, and then whoever loses next week is gonna get um Orion. 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 Unless Orion goes home. Unless Orion goes home, that's true. That makes things easier. Orion was at the bottom of the pack this week, also. Um Aside from that, I actually really enjoyed this episode for like a many reasons. And I want to say um, for all the straight people out there, this is a really important show to watch, I think. Like show your straight friends the show. My dad watches with me and I think he really took away like a lot from it. Like specifically with the conversations with Cornbread and yeah. um, Carrie. Like that was like, I was like tearing up and my dad was really like intrigued moved you know like he felt he was like i'm really happy this show is like spreading the word about these kind of issues my dad said that i was like you're right like me too um i don't know i was just really happy to see it yeah it is like so unfortunate i like that's like uh like a commonality right where it's like yeah they have conversations not exactly like this but similar to this every season because everyone has stories like that, especially yeah. drag queens. Um, for me, like the hardest thing was Carrie was just like sharing her story, and oh my gosh, I don't want to. I'm getting choked up even thinking about it. They just cut to cornbread like doing her makeup, like, not just, interacting, and I just like silently crying. crying, and it just broke my freaking heart. Like oh, even oh. now, it makes me sad. It was so. It just like. It was really that pain. That yeah, pain of just totally. like you're not even talking, you're not even sharing, you're just crying, like you're just feeling like that is so raw and like so harsh. Like, oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, so it's bad so her. awful. Anyways, enough being an- a little dramatic gay bitch. On another note, <laughs> um oh, and she helped Willow. Oh my god, that was also so heartwarming. <laughs> oh, and hand warming. Yeah. well i was gonna say that another not really a reveal but um we did find out that um maddie morphosis does have a girlfriend (laughs) what i loved was that he said that they met while he was in drag that's cute i bet she's queer who knows i'm not i don't know that for sure I'm just saying, I bet there's a good chance she's like bisexual or something. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. I I continue to stand Maddie Morphosis. She yeah. really feels like if you took a straight person and just dropped him into a season of Drag Race, like <laughs> exactly what you'd imagine, down to the confessional going, USA, 
I was like, what the hell is happening right now? We we need some of that. We need some of that. <laughs> do do but, we? Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I I was I was shaking in my boots when Maddie almost left, man. Like, I was so stressed out. I, I I was like, please, please. My dad was like, oh, a straight straight drag queen. That's so interesting. And then we were watching like, the ball, and my dad likes to comment on like he loves to talk about stuff like that so he's just like giving me his thoughts on the looks whether he liked them or not and maddie's second look came out and we both just hated it so much like the it white was... one with the big gold stars and the moons it was just so ugly to me i don't yeah. know what it was it looked like it was trying to be something it just wasn't working out for me but my dad was like that's horrible and then he goes wait which and then at the end of the ball he goes wait which one was the straight queen i was like the one you really hated and he just started laughing so hard he was like of course <laughs> just laughing about it uh, it's very funny personally i really liked her third dress though that she made is that the red white and blue one the wedding one oh, you, can no. that you don't like it i thought it was really cute and the character that she put into it, maybe not for like a wedding dress but like for what the challenge was, I thought it was really cute. And I thought that the character she put into it was so cute. I'll say the opposite. I actually liked her first look, her red look. I didn't think that one was bad at all. Yeah. The red I, yeah. jumpsuit. I didn't, yeah. Were they oh, like, yes. They didn't like it, but I didn't think it was bad. I actually I, liked it. Yeah, I, like, think it was okay. I don't mind when the their looks are a little more pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie just like I don't know how to explain it in a way that like doesn't sound just like really like rude. So I'm trying to like find the right words. Like she needs that like zhuzh of gayness that like makes drag and like just performing in general like interesting to watch. She performs so like dryly, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like when she walks down the runway, it almost feels like she's just walking instead of like walking a runway you know what I mean yeah I, I get that I think that if she specifically this week if she takes the notes well or takes them at all like first of all I would love a little clip of Maddie being like how do I add more of and then how do I add more of the uh factor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then having all of the queens like teacher. Teacher? That yeah. I would love that. No, I think it it's not that she needs to be gay or she just needs to like it's just she a performing thing in general. It. Like, yeah, work the like like go bigger. You know what I mean? Like like be yeah. more of a be more, like be more exaggerated with everything. It's just like a little too reserved and it makes it comes across like not confidently. Yeah, it's like being held back. It's like, yeah. you don't know how much, you can, you can go even more. Which is why I feel like it's a straight person in drag because like a lot of drag queens like feel the fantasy. You know what I mean? They're like, they're in it. They are like living in the moment. And like a lot of times when you put like someone in drag for the first time, it just kind of looks like they're uncomfortable a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she looks uncomfortable, but she kind of still has like some of that vibe to it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> speaking of like out there, what was RuPaul on, dude? <laughs> like, oh, when she was like moaning, coffee the, 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 cap, the coffee thing. Yeah, like, I was kind of looking for it. 
I, I like the like comments that they like all the jokes and all the puns that like the yeah, my... crew makes when they like <laughs> go down. The, I, I think those are fun. This woman who was the guest judge, though, clearly so out of her element. I don't know why she was the guest judge. Who was, yeah. she was like I feel like Netflix must have paid a lot or she must be a really big fan and paid for herself. Who, who was she? she was like a fashion person right she's from a netflix reality show it's one we called bling empire which oh, is basically oh, okay. the real housewives but it's focused on like a rich asian community in beverly hills gotcha gotcha okay i have um, a question mostly for garrett because i don't know why Taj would know the answer <laughs> who does Alyssa hunter look like will poulter no, 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 in, not out of drag, in drag. In drag. Her drag is- really, Like another drag queen? Yeah, it's really giving me someone, and I- Which picture are you looking at specifically? I uh, think I think she looks like one of the other contestants, <laughs> like maybe- Um, which picture are you looking at? Look like specifically on her entrance look. Like her makeup. Who is she giving me? Oh, um, kind of a little bit of Cameron Michaels, a little bit of maybe Yara. It might be a little bit of Yara. I, at first, I thought it was Ivy Winters, but it wasn't Ivy Winters. I looked her up. No, not Yara. I think she counts like Cameron Michaels in the makeup. I don't know if that's, I don't think you've even seen season 10, so. You know, I I get it. I get. I I understood Willow Pill. It's a pun or like a plan words. I was so Are you joking. Happy? I did not get it until to this episode. Why did you think we were so upset with RuPaul always going Willow Pill like not, little? Yeah, like now little? I, I get it. This episode, I did not <laughs> get. <laughs> I was so excited when Ru. When Willow was coming out on the runway and Rue was not saying it like that, but then when they got <laughs> judging, Rue said it like that again. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Not um, good. I like how Cornbread thought that Diabetes' name was Diabetica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I feel like we get something like that every season. It always makes me laugh. Where one of the queens is just like blatantly does not know someone's name. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't blame them. If I had to learn, yeah, mm -hmm. whatever 12, 13 other in like, like two days, dragon while you're working on your own self, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got other things to worry about. Literally, um, well, well, anything else about this episode? Yeah, the chocolate bars. Um, oh, there's yeah. a new twist yeah. with these chocolate bars that I've seen done on Big Brother before. Um, I. Spoiler alert, I don't think it's a particularly impactful twist. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think it's more of the suspense factor. Yes. But I don't, although I would have, I would have gagged if June had the golden ticket, the golden chocolate bar. <laughs> it would have been such like, a waste if the first time it's ever it used. Like, I, I would have loved it just for the sake that like, production clearly put so much work into this yeah. and it goes to waste right away i literally laughed so hard when she went it's chocolate yeah. <laughs> for some reason the way they edited it and just everything about it was so like 
hilariously anticlimactic that I loved it. And I kind of look forward to them saying each week, it's chocolate. <laughs> I have been seeing that like screen grab of her saying it's chocolate in response to, you know how everybody right now is talking about how the green and the brown M&Ms yeah. are supposed to be hot? Yeah, oh, they got DS. Don't even get me started. Um, yeah, so people keep, <laughs> obviously people are tweeting about that right now. And I've seen so many people like post to the it's chocolate in response. <laughs> but my, I agree, they should be hot. Let I love be hot. I love yeah. the video going around of Tucker Carlson like complaining about androgynous candy. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, I didn't realize there was gendered candy. I've never, I saw the- I've never had Reese's with that's like, all right, my name's Reese's. I go by he and pronouns. <laughs> I didn't know that was real. I saw the screenshot with like that. And I, I thought that was, was fake. fake. Yeah, I thought it was fake. But, the Tucker Carlson thing? Yeah. That's There's just, a video of him saying it. Maybe I just fell for a fake video, but I swear it was no, a real I'm, I think it is real, Probably. but it's just so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I never forget what they took from us. Green M&M in her boots. Mm. Yeah. Deassified. <laughs> um, I felt really bad for June. But also, like, girl, what was that look? <laughs> I think it was Ooh. the. I think it was the best decision. When, it was the right choice, but I felt bad for her. She looked destroyed. She when, looked yeah. gutted. When she kept tripping, I was like, "Your ass is grass, girl. If, like, you're out of here." If your like look can't hold up in a lip sync, which is like the primary performance aspect of drag then it is not a good look. As soon as I could see her second wig under oh, yeah. her first wig totally before could. it was revealed, I knew she was going to lose. I was like, RuPaul is going to clock that immediately and going to hate it. Yeah. And RuPaul like, hates when you take stuff off on stage. Like, like it is like the surefire way to lose the lip sync is to like take your wig off, take your clothes off. Um, like not, like if you did it like in a sexy way, then it's probably fine. But even then it's like, it's, you still need to look like you're in drag is my point, right? Like you can yeah. do a wig reveal. That's fine. But don't take your wig off and have some like crappy looking like short ginger wig underneath that doesn't look like you're in drag anymore. Like don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. And Maddie didn't even do that great of a job anyways. No. June just failed. You still got <laughs> way, You got a long way to learn, Grasshopper. That's me to Maddie. And I, but... should, I just want to say... Once again, even though this is totally irrelevant, Lady Camden gives me bad vibes. That's my final thought about this. I think you just hate British people. Yeah, I think that's it. I do. That's true. I hate Harry Potter. Andrew Garfield. I'm going to tell him you hate him. No, don't tell him that. (laughs) (laughs) What's Tom Holland? Can we tell him? No, don't tell him. Well, (laughs) Emma Roberts. Emma, Emma Watson, I mean, I always get them mixed up, even to this no, day. No, not Emma Watson. That's the end. All right, let's move on to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh. I thought it was a good episode. They were the Real Housewives of Zion, Zion. National Park. Zion National Park. 
this um, was just like so much this, this is like, a great episode oh my yeah, god it was so good yeah. <laughs> a lot I, um, do we want to talk about the social media stuff now or at the end of this let's uh, talk about the end we'll talk about it at the end okay. yeah it i think okay like this has to be like the primary like production you know like putting their little hands into the show because there's no way in hell that these girls like don't have like groundhog day syndrome because they're always like we need to sit down and we need to like let all of our feelings out yeah no and we know it's like that we know we know taj right my absolute favorite housewife trope is when a housewife in the middle of the fight goes when i plan this event we were supposed to come together as friends and yes. finally do some healing <laughs> I never expected it to go like this. Yes. They say that every single season and every single time there's a fight. And it is my favorite thing every single time. I'm like, you're full of shit. I know you knew it was going to happen. You wanted it to happen. You want to make good TV. So stop lying to me. But That's, I, they have to yeah. keep the illusion up somewhat. Yeah, because you're like, I planned this dinner because it's something where we all release the negative emotions. And then it starts where it's like, yeah, Meredith hired a private investigator. And then it just starts yelling into I fully believe the fights are real because if I had yeah. to sit at a table with people I hated and then people ask me invasive questions, like, like I was watching Real Housewives in Miami and they had like a, they, they went on a trip to the Hamptons and like, there's been like relatively no drama and they're all like sitting around the table. And then one house just goes, let's play a game. Who here do you trust the least? I was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, we're getting desperate. We're just starting shit now. <laughs> I live for it. I live for those like, obviously scripted bits that lead to like the most amazing unscripted things yeah completely um okay, we started with with the jen bus fight with lisa which went way farther than i thought it was going to based on the oh, end of last week yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the fact like the epitome of salt lake city is that the end of the fight it ended with lisa hugging jen like yeah. <laughs> after jen like tried to attack lisa lisa hugged jen at the end it was like Wow, Salt Lake City, they know how to keep it moving. This it was just, crazy. Yeah, they really know how to insane. forgive and forget. Also, I think I, I remember I talked about how I love to like think about what the NPCs are thinking about. Now that I know there's always a producer sitting in that specific chair in that bus, I'm always going to be like imagining them. It's like <laughs> just sitting there being like, hmm, what's going on? Eating chips, maybe. <laughs> like all these women are screaming at each other. Yeah, and there's and just there's one person just like sitting alone in the VIP in the corner. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> so funny. Um, they finally arrive at Zion National Park. Um that house is gorgeous. They agree to give Jen the master bedroom, the biggest room in the house. And I made this joke on Reddit that the women all agreed to give Jen the big room before she has to trade it in for the big house. I thought that was very nice of them. Give her some space before she's locked in a cell, you know? What if, what if Jen <laughs> proven innocent? What if I, I would literally be like, I'd, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it would be wild. That would be wild. <laughs> and if it was Mary that set her up or Meredith that I'm set her up. so honest. Jen, if Jen is guilty, she is doing a very good job of convincing people that she is not guilty. Yeah. Yes. Sort of. In some ways. Allegedly. But- Allegedly. 
What about um, this? What about like everything with like when everyone else comes and like Meredith, Mary taking forever to go to the spiritual trip? Well, first was the pool, which I thought was really fun. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a funny little sequence, but specifically, I loved that uh, in retrospect, I now wish Jen had flipped the floaty that Jenny was on because she can't swim. Um, Just to watch that moment would have been great, given what happened this week. Um, Anyways. Okay, what about um, Whitney shaking her titties to her husband over FaceTime? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. At least Weird. it wasn't to Seth. Yeah. At least. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good luck. I. Oh. Um, what is it with Jen and almost drowning people? First, you threaten to drown Whitney in the lake. Then she almost oh, yeah. knocked Jenny off the floaty when she can't swim. Jen was so drunk. Oh, she's trashed. Absolutely trashed. That's so, like, I kind of feel bad for her, but also, like, I don't. You yeah, don't. When, when they kept showing her drinking out of that, like, water bottle or, like, that, I guess, like, to-go bottle of just, like, she's been drinking all day. <laughs> and then they showed her, like, running around the house and her bedroom, like, clutching it for deal, dear life. Yeah. She fell into the pool with it in her hand. It yeah. was open. Like, she clearly, like, spilled whatever was in it into the pool when she fell in. But I didn't see any other color liquid come out. Like, she clearly had to have been That's why I think it was vodka or something. Just straight straight vodka. vodka. Yeah. Um, girls going through it. She wouldn't have been that drunk off of one metal water bottle of wine over, like, several hours. Yeah. Unless she was, yeah. like, refilling it or something. Yeah, no way. Um... So they go, Whitney organized this, like, event, and Meredith and Mary show up late, and then, like, Whitney, like, rushes them out the door, Mary doesn't come, and they go to do this, this, uh, spiritual healing thing that I have seen a post about online from a, I mean, it's as certified as Reddit can be, I guess, but I tend to believe this post based on how it was written, this was a very offensive ceremony to indigenous people, um, specifically like the way that they had red scarves. Um, that's like a really important symbol to mark um, lost uh, women and children, I believe specifically in the indigenous uh, communities in America. And I don't think Bravo did their due diligence in like researching how this would like come across to people. So I'm disappointed that that happened, um, but that's, unfortunately how bravo tends to roll oftentimes yeah. yeah i i will say though the when they were like saying the names of like, <laughs> yeah, like heather me. and then Back. it just zooms Did in on notice? mary in the back yeah. like that's no so there was definitely funny when i watched it i didn't know this at yeah. the time and i enjoyed this scene like it wasn't like blatantly offensive i think but it definitely was i wish and I know that they cut this, they didn't include this for this specific reason. But did you notice that there was only one woman whose name they didn't show? Jen's? They didn't show Jen's name because that's one syllable. Jen, 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 Jen. Jen. Um, also, <laughs> I was, because of um, the stuff on social media that we're going to talk about in just a second, I was looking through all the women's Instagrams. Meredith posted this selfie 
of her like standing in that circle like with all the drums in the background with the caption missing Bettina lol good lord <laughs> which is like so Meredith yeah uh so then we get to dinner dinner was and, iconic <laughs> and then that was great okay wait so you gotta cue me in because I obviously wasn't here for earlier this season What's the Jen Meredith son vagina stuff? That's from season one. That's literally from like the second episode of the show or something like that. So what happened? Basically, Jen went over to Meredith's house very early in the season. And there's a clip that they played all the time for a while of Jen. Like she's like kind of like laying in a recliner, but like, like her back is kind of where your butt would go normally. And then her leg is like up in the air like this. And she's like kicking up, up in the air. And she's like grinder 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 and like apparently she wasn't wearing underwear so you could just see like up her skirt um and uh brooks meredith's son made a comment about that and then that ended up being like the whole like um jen like going and posting stuff online about brooks like liking the thing that was like uh, i wish someone would slap that sissy twink bitch or something like that um like it's just like what was that's the, the whole like he literally said i saw her, saw her vagina that's all that he said. What? And Jen is like, he said something so offensive about me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nothing about that is offensive. Yeah, so it's an objective. Like, that's like an objective truth. Yeah. Like. And that's where the yes. whole, like, this season, like, Meredith hates Jen because Jen has been online posting disparaging rumors about my family. Um, I love That's how Meredith, insane. whenever she gets into a fight, her neck dislocates from the rest of her body and her head operates on its own, like... Yeah. Do you notice that Whitney was doing that too, though? Whitney has a bobblehead. That's what Mary says. <laughs> like, Meredith is more like a leaner, like, leaning around. Whitney kind of just, like, shakes her head, like, <laughs> like, a, like a nervous little chihuahua, like, What? <laughs> No, this um, is insane. It was a lot. I don't know. The specifics are lost on me, but the thing that was the most iconic was Meredith like getting up and then Jen being like, you have 10. You want to go talk to your 10 boyfriends? Fraud. And then <laughs> Meredith's like, who's calling who a fraud? Love you, baby. And then slams the door. And it's just like literally the most iconic thing I've ever seen. Like that is such a good line, such a good moment. I've been waiting for this since the trailer dropped and that line was in it, like, in August, literally. <laughs> I, that's how long we've been watching this show. Yeah, that's I insane. I'm scared of people who smile during fights. Yeah. Like, did you notice that Meredith was, like, smiling like a psycho the whole yeah. time Psychotic. they were, like, screaming at each other? I also loved, and this is so Mary, that they all were, like, well, who's going to go get Meredith? Mary, you should go get Meredith. Like, since you're closest with Meredith, I guess, you should go get Meredith. Mary was like, no, I don't want to. I'm just going to stay here. I want to eat steak. <laughs> We're like, we can prom. They, like, bribed her with food. Yeah, yeah. And then Mary had a confessional where she was like, of course I had to go get Meredith. Like, I wasn't just going to let her, like, stew in that, like, Mary. Mary cannot keep her story straight for the life. No. I feel like Mary either doesn't understand what video is <laughs> yeah. or like very possible. 
or 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 just like has the memory retention of a goldfish or something like that like that's also possible because she always like blinks she like she like blinks so much like and it's that is like scary when she does that little girl little girl um should we move on to the social media stuff yeah, yeah. okay so this was a big week for real house of the Solid city because um jenny was outed as a big old trump supporter and posting a lot of anti-black violent rhetoric um recently like 2020 like after like late the murder of george floyd like very, very much reactionary i would say to the murder of george floyd and the mm. black lives matter movement that really swept the world in 2020 um it was definitely stuff that was like reacting to that like anti that and like 40 50 posts of just like heinous things like awful all surfaced and it's so ironic considering jenny's main storyline this season has been mary saying offensive things about her uh you clearly don't have any like backbone jenny yeah (laughs) like you're doing this for tv uh i do not like jenny anymore (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and then chances are, like, Jenny and Mary probably will not be on the next season. Mary is not already. We know that um, because she didn't show up for the reunion. Um, so Jenny then there's more. Uh, after all this, so this was posted initially on the Real Housewives subreddit, which is why I love only that subreddit could make headlines because it's that iconic. It's such a good subreddit. Um Basically, they posted all this stuff. It made, like, headlines. It made it all the way up to Bravo, obviously. And all of the cast members eventually made posts about it. Jen's post was the only one that called out Jenny specifically. And that caused a whole cascade of rumors of, like, Jen's been fired because she called out Jenny uh, openly despite a gag order from Bravo. Like, all these rumors circulating. Like, it was crazy. Like, I think I was saying this to Elsa, like, I think Bravo wants this, though. Like, part of being a Housewives fan is, like, the, like, being a fan of Housewives isn't just watching the show. It's, like, participating in the gossip. Like, that's, it's a show based on gossip. So, like, yeah, I think part of it is they want to generate this, like, social media gossip for the fans. I think that, like, it keeps people watching. I think it's a part of their strategy. Um, So, I wouldn't be surprised if these, like, things leaking about Jen possibly being fired or just, like, Bravo, like, pulling strings, you know? I don't think Jen was fired. Um, and then Heather was the only one who I think had an actual like good post. Yeah, I like Yeah, yeah. The other ones were pretty like generic and like Heather's also specifically mentioned a cast member. She didn't say like Jenny, but she said like, I will not put up with a cast member like behaving like this. Um, since then, all of the housewives have unfollowed Jenny on Instagram. Oh, wow. Which Damn. is a sign in my opinion that she has been fired um and they do not want to film with her which i don't blame them yeah a lot uh, of the posts <laughs> i think specifically um have heather, screenshots of all of them heathers and whitney's had things along the lines of like i will not stand by somebody who speaks like this or speaks about people like this yeah um some of the the statements that were put out by um these main women were like real real half-assed though i will say 
Like yeah. Meredith's was kind of a nothing. Meredith was like borderline offensive, I think. Uh, she used like a Martin Meredith. Luther King quote. It was just very like. Yeah, she. It didn't say anything about like. I don't support what was being said. Like I have it. If you want me to read it. Yeah. She's, so it starts with a quote. There comes a time when silence, silence is betrayal, Martin Luther King Jr. Please use your voice to speak out against what is wrong and amplify those that are not being heard. There is no room in this world for hatred. We are all human beings and deserve the same treatment of respect and dignity. Negative comment, commentary rooted in prejudice regarding one's race, ethnicity, religion, sexuality, or gender is vile and should never be tolerated. Educate if it comes from a lack of knowledge and condemn if it comes from a place of hatred. I pray to see this world without prejudice. It's just very generic. It doesn't, it's like, I don't support hate instead of like, I think we all know and like a lot of people recognize that this is specifically anti-Black rhetoric, which is extremely prevalent in America and should be addressed as anti-Black rhetoric, not just specifically hatred, right? Yeah. I don't know. It just, it feels very generic. Um, then <laughs> uh, Lisa tweeted something about we're filming it on Wednesday. You'll see it on Sunday. We're dressing this on Wednesday. You'll see on Sunday, as in tonight when we're recording this. I'm very curious what's going to happen. I think it's either going to be addressed in the show, like they will edit in a scene retroactively, or it will be on Watch What Happens Live and they will talk about it. Yeah. In the after yeah. show. But well, I would be out. so surprised if she continues on the show. They just started filming season three. That's like, fire wow. her now. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wonder if we'll, how many new housewives we'll get. At least one. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see uh, what happens next. Um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was people who ended up going through and like scrubbing all of like Jenny's home scenes. And she has like weird like racist statues of like slaves and ch- like child slaves what? doing things. Specifically like, here's a picture of it. Her table is children holding up her table. What the hell? Are you kidding? What? And it gives like creepy like get out vibes to me. Yeah, that's like it's literally like the legs of the table are children like being forced to hold your table that you're eating off of. It's very weird to me. Like you could easily pass over it like if you weren't thinking about it. But knowing the context of all these things that Jenny posts, it's very like what the hell? Like, yeah, uh, I don't like it. One other thing on a lighter note that I did love in this episode was when Mary and Meredith showed up at the house, um, Heather and Whitney closed the door yeah. really quietly and locked the door and tried to hide from them. I liked when Jen escaped into the kitchen and just started hanging out with the chefs. She was like, this yeah. is too much for me. I'm done. <laughs> oh my God. And just to illustrate the fact of why I love Heather Gay so much in a preview clip for next episode they're like going in like four wheelers or something like that i don't actually know what they're actually called like these big little cars Mm -hmm. and whitney's like we're gonna flip it and heather goes no i don't want to die a virgin (laughs) (laughs) by having kids (laughs) and i love her so much i love heather she's so funny okay i don't have anything else for slc Neither do I. Let's move on to the bucket list. Bucket list. 
Storage Wars. Yeah, we're in the original. Talking about Garrett's favorite show, Storage Wars. It's not my favorite show. You this do the... love Storage Garrett I do really like about it. watching Storage Wars since before yeah. we started the podcast. So full context, I, I didn't know this, but the person who got me watching Storage Wars was my grandma. Apparently she really liked Storage Wars. And I knew she liked all those like antiquing shows. Like I used to watch like Pawn Stars and stuff with her also. Um, but apparently Storage Wars was her favorite. Um, and I have a lot of nostalgia for the early seasons when it was like at its heyday. Because um, spoiler alert, I don't think the episodes we watched were like representative of like the Storage Wars phenomenon quite that well. Yeah, like we it, it season had, 11. Yeah, we watched like the most recent, almost one of the most recent seasons. Two- it had all the elements of it that I loved. Like it's the same show, same format. But it was missing for me the cast, like the magic of like these four cast members and like the interactions they have with each other were what made it fun for me. They did still have that in the episodes that we watched, but it just wasn't quite the same. I think it suffered because it's more of like an ensemble. Like in the old show, it was always the same four people at every auction. And this one, it seemed like they had, like, different people in every episode. Like, they kind of had, like, a cast of, like... A little bit more ensemble. Yeah. Yeah, like, eight, eight, maybe eight people that buy it, and they only feature, like, three of them in each episode. I just think that kind of makes the show suffer a little bit. And we watched episodes without, like, the stars, without the people that actually made the show popular, which would, I would say, are Dave and Barry. This was, this was my first time watching Storage Wars, and... I think that you're probably right where the episodes probably weren't like indicative of the heyday because I was like pretty bored through most of this show. Like I, I, I didn't really like latch on to it as like much. I, it, when I watched the old, ep- the new episodes that we watched, it just made me want to go watch the old ones because I knew it would be better. And it was, I liked it a lot more. I feel like it is a show where it's like with that you it's hard to watch just like an episode out of context like you won't get the full experience because it is like these like ongoing established feuds between like everyone trying to get that stuff so it's like just watching a random episode like you don't know what happened two episodes before you don't know that these two people have like beef towards each other yeah like you maybe screw one of them screwed them over earlier in the season so so like in the original cast there was four people technically five but let's call them four okay because one of them's a pair um there's uh, Daryl, who we saw in the episode we watched. He's the, like, country guy. And they're all country people. But well, he's, is he like, the one who was with the guy who was younger and had the blonde hair and he kept, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Daryl. That guy? That, he looks like the guy from Tiger King who owns, he does, like, yeah. the new zoo who he's going to jail right now and he said yes. he was going to, like, shoot everyone. He definitely does. He gave me... um. Oh, my God. What was um the the geeky sidekick teacher from sky high energy mr boy oh yeah (laughs) yes yes that's his energy though so he is like the dumb one i would say he's kind of like the like he he, he, in the original show in the original intro they all had like um taglines his was the gambler because he always takes like stupid risks right and there's dave who i was like that's what i was talking about dave is like the star of storage wars because he's the villain <laughs> he is he is awful he's really annoying to everyone else 
because he always bids people up. Like that was his thing on the show was always making people pay way more than they wanted to for a locker. And the way that Dave bets, I don't know if you notice this, but they all bet very strangely. Like they'll like really subtly just like flick their finger up and apparently yeah. that means $50, um, which is one of my favorite like running jokes on the show. I'm like, how do they know what they want like the, like what could you do like how can i flip a coin and they'd be like i know that can i just like snap my fingers they would know i don't know very funny to me at least i love watching the auction because the auctioneer is also like do you want to break down what the what happens in the show do i want to yeah just what's yeah. about what the show so basically storage lockers in the u.s if you don't pay for it after like a certain amount of time it goes up for auction for people to buy it so that the a uh, storage place can like clear it out and then rent it out to someone else. So mm-hmm. people go to these auctions and they bid on the contents of a locker. Most of the time they let you open the locker and see, but you can't go in it. You can just like look. Sometimes they do like, you can't look inside of it, which is like very interesting. Um, and it's like basically like antiquers and like pawn shop owners who they all are kind of looking for like a score, right? Like a secret prize hidden in the, the locker, um, which they often find like something that's like, they'll often buy a locker for like a hundred dollars and then they'll find something that's like, this is a three, like in an episode of watch, they found like a $800 box of gems. And they were like, wow, <laughs> wouldn't have guessed that was in here. Um, and then they usually end up like selling the stuff at the end of the episode. You kind of see like how much they make from the lockers. Crystals are worth a lot of money. It's kind of like toy hunter in a way. Kind of, yeah. Um, anyways, the, the cast. Dave is the villain. He's always like, when he bids, he goes, yup, <laughs> every time. He has like, in like later seasons, like I was watching season three, he has branded merch that just says, yup. <laughs> yeah, he was, I was, I watched a season three episode that Garrett sent us. Um, and he, I saw him wearing a hat. Yeah, <laughs> my cousin yep. used to say that all the time my cousin was obsessed with dave hester he would always whenever i see him he'd be like yup <laughs> all the time uh he was the villain uh daryl's the like goofball then there's barry who if jeff goldblum is like like jeff goldblum is to xanax what barry is to cocaine like they're like variants of each other but on different yeah. drugs um barry's so funny did you watch the same episodes Mielsa? episode one of season three yeah 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 so in this episode barry like starts the episode like doing a whole like workout montage at like the storage facility he's like lifting up like the the like thing and then he like eats three raw eggs on camera (laughs) he's just insane to me i thought that they were gonna do like a camera trick where they showed the three eggs cracking and then they cut to a different shot and i thought like oh they'll just not show it like going down you no, clearly <laughs> see him swallowing three raw eggs disgusting yeah um i love also, barry he's super old yeah he's old that's why i said he reminds me of jeff goldblum like he he's very eccentric like he likes to take risks on stuff like a lot of times barry will like there'll be like a locker that no one else wants. And then Barry will go $1,000, which is what he did in this episode. And then he like finds something in it. Um, But my favorite Barry trope is that he would always like think something was way more valuable than it was. Like he'd be like, oh, what's this? And he'd like pull like a teapot or something with like a design. And he'd be like, oh, 
that looks like it could be like 17th century. Oh, interesting. Let's take, oh, oh so this is going to be like $300. And he like takes it in and someone's like, yeah, that's a Mrs. Uh, that's a Mrs. Potts replica. It's about uh, 30 bucks from Disney. And he's like, oh, dang it. Next time. It happens to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, I think with this, like, because I'm guessing this cast of people who were not in the original in the season 11, like they were not in the early Each season. episode had one of the original cast members in it. Okay. So the yeah. first one, you the Daryl was the one with the blonde hair guy. Daryl's yeah, original yeah, yeah. cast member. And then in the other episode, Jared and Brandy are original cast members. I hated Jared. Oh, yes. But I love his wife. I loved Brandy, but I hated Jared. Especially in the season three episode, they were arguing about um, like how much money they should spend on a locker. And she was like, we agreed. We'll have a spending limit on like, we can't spend more than $300 on a locker. And he essentially was like, how about you shut up and do whatever I want to his wife? Yeah, it's insane. I mean, these are all like trashy white people. Yeah. 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 I they're like the main characters like Jared and Brandy in the original seasons are like kind of like the protagonists because they're like they're billed as like the young guns like the ones who like are new to the game and like trying to get in on it right so they're kind of like the protagonists so those are your four like those four are like the the main people right um but this makes me think of my other favorite part about this show is I love, like, it is so funny to me, and maybe you guys don't think it's funny. I love how they just, like, willy-nilly assign prices to things that they are pulling out of the lockers. How do they they're know? like, yeah, yeah. Just be like, <laughs> just be like, leather bag, that's $5. <laughs> this uh, placenta, that's 40 bucks. Uh, tube of, actually, of white okay. goo, that's $300. Like, a joke about the placenta thing, you can get so much money for it. I know, I'm just making jokes about it. But, like, <laughs> I love how they just, like, seemingly know the price of everything and also just like don't care sometimes like they'll just be like eh, this bag five dollars it's hilarious to me every time they're like chuck it so far yeah. <laughs> yeah i do think watching it for the first time straight in onto something i was kind of just like i was like it's a lot and i was like it's a lot of established themes and such and yeah it definitely was like it wasn't as engaging as i expected it to be Go watch an old season. It's much better. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Um, and I actually like the new cast members. I didn't think they were bad. I just didn't know them, so I didn't like connect with them as much. I'm gonna counter what Garrett just said that if you watch the old season, it's better. Because I did watch the two episodes that we all watched from season eleven, and then the one that Garrett sent us from season three. I personally liked the later episodes better. Okay. because it didn't have as much of like it didn't have two minutes of just an intro of them being like this is Barry this is Brian this is yeah. Lisa well you watched a premiere episode oh that's true that's why that was like that yeah that makes sense that's so true uh do we want to rate this show yeah, yeah how many storage lockers out of 10 I will go first and give it an eight. Okay. Um, but on the contingency, the later seasons are more like a six. I you go ahead. A six. I would do five and a half. 
This is about where I expected this show to end up. Okay, and then let's see. Probably staying in good standards. It's probably pretty mid. Yeah. Um, So that's 19.5 out of 30. That is putting us right between kind of it's just above toy hunter just below like project runway finding bigfoot that's that's fair i think that's fair a fair spot to be in yeah but with that next week what we're talking about yeah tosh hasn't told us yet Told us we'll cap it off, but next week we will be talking about the the show that swept the nation. Drum Everyone roll. couldn't stop talking about <laughs> this thing. You can go all over the world, and you would, you would be you would be infatuated with hearing about it. Oh, what's that? You hear that noise? Well, here comes Honey Boo Boo. Okay. Never, never, ever about. in my life did I expect Taj to pick Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, but I'm here for it. I, this is a show I like, duck Have you seen it? see all the other ones. I haven't seen, I know the nature, I know how popular they are. So this I, will be an experience for sure. I will say, when I was in high school, I was a big TLC fan. I've seen a lot of episodes of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. I don't think I've ever seen it. I used to watch. I watched her on Toddlers and Tiaras, but I don't think I ever watched um, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Now it's time. Avery watched it. And we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I'm afraid, but you know what? I'm all about (laughs) taking risks. And uh, with, with that, you've just gotten real. You did it. Bye. 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 And we'll get real with you. Can I tell you guys something really exciting that happened to me? Did you hook up with someone? No, I wish. Mm. I did today's Wordle. My first guess had the first four letters correct. Oh, nice job. You should join our yeah. You should join our um Discord thing that we do. It's like the perfect level of I was saying this also. It's perfect level of like involvement for me because I don't want to be that person who's like tweeting my wordle every day. Like that is just oh my god, that's too much. Like you're such a fucking what's the word I'm looking for? You're full of yourself if you're tweeting your wordle. There, I said it. Okay, you can cut this for the end clip. Um, I don't even know if we do end clips anymore. We do. What the heck? What do you mean? I always fall asleep by the end of our podcast. I always go to bed listening to it when I play it. And then so you go to bed listening end. to your own voice, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I listen to your guys' too. You put yourself to sleep. Oh, thank you.